Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello, hello. It is Amanda Powell, your co-host, and welcome to this week's episode of Perpetual Traffic. This week, we get to do part two of our episodes with Manuel Suarez. And last week, you might remember that we talked about how Manuel was on the brink of bankruptcy and he turned his business around into a $50 million company. And as you might remember, he did this through a seven-step formula that he has been sharing with us. And it is all about how to find your superpower and then obsessively communicating about it and providing value to your customers, of course. Those were the first three steps. So this week, we're going to talk to Manuel about steps four through seven and how you can build out audiences and, of course, the importance of becoming a marketing expert in your field. And finally, why you should only make offers to warm audiences and qualified leads because you have to earn the right as a business owner. This episode is so much fun and I can't wait for you guys to hear. So without further ado, we are about to jump into the episode. This is truly one of my favorites. We had so much fun talking with Manuel. And I just love this episode so much, not only because of Manuel's resilience and persistence to providing value to his customers, but also because these seven steps really work when it comes to building an audience and converting leads in the right way. So get ready and let's dive in. Here is episode 270. So we're at step number three, going to step number four. Step number four is build audiences and then we can get into like how we actually kind of monetize that. So uh, let's talk about step four here. Right. Well, this one goes hand in hand with the pay to play concept, because let's say that you have a social media following. Like let's talk about the examples that I just incorporated uh, in my dad's brand. We have a company called Natural Slim. It's an e-commerce brand. We have 50% of our businesses on the internet. 50% of our business is over the phone consultants. We have... Mm -hmm. 50 consultants in the USA, and they're taking orders all day long from the, what we're doing on social media. We try, we drive traffic to the call center and we drive traffic to our Shopify channel, uh, which is us.naturalsend.com. Uh, it's all in Spanish. For you guys that want to check it out, we are servicing the Spanish world. So if you don't speak Spanish, I don't recommend that you go in there because you will not understand <laughs> it. There should be a button somewhere to translate it in the website, but we service 99.5% of our audience is Spanish speaking. But we've been building this audience for years now, uh, since 2012, as I told you guys, building this YouTube audience. It's not even, we're not even building Natural Slim. We're building Metabolismo TV, which is my dad's content. 
And we don't ever make my dad a salesman, never ever. The selling happens behind the scenes uh, on social media, on retargeting, on Google ads, et cetera, all over the place. And then we bring them into our call center and our shops. So we have audiences that have, we have been building for years. Now, let's say that a lot of you guys, which I understand is a lot of us, you're starting in the social media world and maybe you don't have audiences built out yet and you open up your Facebook page yesterday and you know organic reach has plummeted and you know that building a following, it's gonna take you a while um, and it's gonna be close to impossible. Sometimes people tell me, no, I've been doing 17 posts a week and I still don't have anybody and I've been doing this for 16 months. Well, this is the reality of today's environment. You have to also pay to play. And those of us that have been around long enough, you know that the organic opportunity is not there anymore the way that it used to be. Now, that being said, powerhouse brands that are established right now, like my father, if you check out our organic content, we reach millions of people organically, but that's because we are already established and because we have a lot. So if you're not there, then you got to understand that at this point, you're going to have to invest some advertising dollars in getting your content. And hey, this is a perpetual traffic podcast, right? So you guys are already educated a lot on the business manager world and how to use it. So at this point, you got to look at that superpower. You got to look at that obsessive communication about it. You got to look at that value that you're providing and then you got to literally invest some advertising dollars in getting that content seen with a guaranteed negative return on investment. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. You're not going to make any money. And what's the purpose of that? Well, as we know, we want to build audiences. So at this point, it depends on where you're at. If you have an audience already, you're going to accumulate them. You're going to build audiences of video watchers, of engaged fans, of uh, website visitors, of people that message your page, of your Instagram watchers, Instagram profile engagers, of things that we're excited about, Instagram TV audiences, which right now you can now start creating, uh, and so on, right? So these are your audiences that you're building. So it depends on where you're at, this step right here. If you're starting off, you got to have to put some money aside for advertising, knowing that you will not ever get it back with one purpose in mind, to build an audience so you can continue with the next step. Because without this being done, you got nobody to present your offers to. And that's one thing that you got to figure out. If you, if you put some money to play, then you generate some audiences, you generate some video watchers, you do some testing. As you guys know, we're experts in that world. You might know what your audience is, but in reality, you don't. Facebook will find it for you if you test it. So you might think like, I know my audience is like the 25 to 27 year old and they are like in the 10% income range. And, but hey, in the end, the audience that you expected to get the least performance from is the one that over delivers and mm -hmm. you never know. So you got to put some money to work so you can find out who your audience is. And that's this step right here is getting those audiences ready for the next step of your formula. I feel like I can talk till I'm blue in the face about the ever ongoing relationship between organic traffic and paid media and how correlated they are and how 
the number, the amount of money that you can spend on advertising is directly correlated to the amount of organic, the number of organic sessions that you're going to see, not just on social media, but also on your website. And building these audiences, you know, putting that money behind, you know, trying to start building these audiences and seeing who's really going to resonate with your product and who's resonating with your brand is not only just to start gaining this organic traffic, but it's also just helping you build authority. And when you start to build authority, this is why it's so correlated, right? Because when you start to build that authority, then you start to get more or free traffic, more organic traffic. But you can't build authority until people, which is exactly what you were talking when we were at step three about providing value, people have to trust your brand. But they can't trust your brand if they've never heard of you before. So you have to go in and start doing the work by building the audiences. And then once you start creating those audiences or building those audiences, which does mm -hmm. take time and it's going to take probably some money too, but not too much. I mean, you know, you can do it on $5 a day on Facebook just to start mm -hmm. or a dollar a day as Dennis yeah. Yu talks about all the time. And then you can actually pull them into your world by building your lists, right? And that's step number five. Correct. At this point, you got to get creative. And, and this, this requires some architecture and some understanding of, of platforms. And it doesn't matter which ones. There are many, many tools out there. And in the world of marketing, you got to find a couple of them and master them. I am particularly very into the world of ManyChat. I have grown with them for years. I'm one of the top educators in their field. And this is a platform that I have mastered with my team. I'm a big fan of it. I also use ClickFunnels. I also build websites and I, you know, we do a lot of different things, but you got to find one that you can utilize. And, and why is it that you need this? Well, because how many influencers out there have a billion views, have so much attention and they don't really know how to run a business. They're starving. They are struggling. I know many of them myself. Uh, they personally come to me saying, Manuel, I don't know how to pay my rent. And I'm like, well, wait a second. You got 1.5 million followers on Instagram. Are you kidding me? Well, they don't really know business. And this is where they get stuck. So at this mm -hmm. point is where marketing starts becoming that much more important. And you got to start mastering a platform. And these platforms have learning curves. And you got to understand them. And they're not really complicated. I mean, uh, talking about a platform that I love, of course, ManyChat, Back in the day, I mean, Ralph, you've been in business long enough. You couldn't move things around and program flows and architect sequences as simple as what we can do right now. I mean, right now you can build a funnel like that and you can build like a series of steps and technology has gotten to a point in which it is so easy that really excuses should not be valid. You just have to stick with a, with a platform and just run with it and, and master it and get better at it just like... LeBron James shot that basketball over and over and we learned how to ride a bike and so and so on. You got to just get a platform and master it. And why do you need to master a platform at this point? Well, because you need to generate leads because this is one of the major weak points of any business out there. The idea that just mastering social media is going to be enough to be able to scale to the moon. And I am guilty of that myself. Uh, I used to think that I was going to be able to direct response market the, the heck out of people and just get them to buy our stuff directly from Facebook, bring them into my shop and have them purchase all day long and get an infinite ROI, invest a dollar, get a thousand dollars back. And I was, I thought that I was absolutely 
superpower to be able to do that thing. And, and, and I was proven wrong. What has been proven right is the old marketing adage that the money's in the list. And not only that, the money is in what you do with that list. So at that point over here, you got to figure out once you have an audience, how do you bring them into your world? And there's, I can tell you very simply, uh, a few main ideas that I put together because this, is, this also goes in line at this point of the sequence. I don't sell anything yet. I still give them value. And I don't like to use the word freebie, but I really want to give them value of something that otherwise I know should be sold. It's like real value. So for example, a course that you're going to give out. If you're a digital product, you're an educator yourself, give out your best content for free. Uh, if you um, can do a quiz, quizzes are hot. Uh, elite magnet in which you can give it a cheat sheet. For example, Dr. Berg, we did a, the keto cheat sheet. You can print it out and go with anybody grocery shopping and know exactly what to eat, when to eat it, what time, etc. Those are things that are simple things to create and anybody can create these things. I can tell you, for example, a hot tip for any of you guys, a platform that I've used that you want to know, okay, but I don't know how to create like something of value. Well, the PLR store is an acronym for private label rights.com, uh, the PLR store.com. You might've heard about this store. You go in there, you invest five twenty dollars you find a little booklet, you download it, you brand it uh, with your own logo, you edit it to match the way that you talk and off you go. You got ideas to run with so you can actually bring people in. So mini courses, quizzes, trainings, webinars, of course. Uh, for those of us that have been doing webinars for a long time, it's a big source of lead generation for us. We do provide a lot of value. Many of us give them out for free. Many of us sell them. Many of us give them out for free and sell something at the end. It doesn't matter. In the end, the, the product at the end is going to be different, but what you're trying to do is get more people into your central files because the more people you have, it's like the next level of relationship with people. Like you're taking them off social media and you're putting them in a place in which you control. And I'm a big fan of ManageChat for that. ManageChat makes it very simple. And again, I'm not an owner in the company. I'm not an investor in the company. I wish I would have been. They already went through their angel rounds and things like that. I'm not into that world. But ManageChat is a very simple platform for you to create multi-channel conversations, generate email leads, phone numbers, subscribers on Messenger, and just bring them into your world so you can continue engaging with these people beyond social media. And at this point, you create your strategies to retarget these people that have been consuming your one through four. So now you can actually bring them into your central files and nurture like the old world used to say, nurture people, get them excited about your brand, about your business. That's what you do on messenger, on texting, on email, whatever you want to do. And that's a very important step of the formula because if you drop that out, that's where most of the companies get in trouble. They, they don't put the importance of building lists that is going to help them just continue to generate revenue and bring in return customers. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing 
his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wilders and the authors of Reputation King, my buddies Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. And this is the value journey worksheet for Ryan Dice in a lot of ways. I mean, it's I, you're describing it in a slightly different way. I knew it sounded familiar. <laughs> but this is the like this is the subscribe step. It yeah. is actually important. You gotta, you know, you can't propose marriage on the first date. Yes. Is you know That's what the... he always says, which is which is you know one that always sticks in my mind. But the point is, is like at a certain point, you have to actually give up some of your information, mm -hmm. like just creating audiences, website custom audiences, you know, engagement audiences on Facebook video ads, engagement audiences on YouTube, subscribers on YouTube. At a certain point, you've got to pull them into your world and make them your own. And you can do that, obviously, with a tool like ManyChat or, you know, download the free worksheet, exchange my name and my email, because it's part of this sort of value journey worksheet, ultimately, to get to the conversion and you know, then eventually sort of ascend them into other products or have them be brand advocates for you sort of at the end of the stage. So like the build the list stage is really is still important. I think every single customer of ours in our agency, at some point in the conversion process, we are building a list. We are taking customer information. That is what that is all part of it. So you can't jump from step one to step seven. You got to do all the steps in between. You can do it really fast, you know, in a couple of days, or it might take a few months. It sort of depends on what your product is. So after you build those lists, then what? What's step six? Yeah, so I'll tell you, a, I'm going to try to summarize it in two minutes, what I did uh, for my dad, which has mm -hmm. taken us into a whole new level during this COVID-19 environment. And what I did was that, okay, we already know that we figured out a superpower, right? But we took it next level. On February, when this whole thing started evolving on March, I talked to my dad and I said, dad, what is one thing that you consider to be really valuable to your organization right now? Well, mm -hmm. son, I got a $97 course. Okay, great. How much are you selling right now? Well, I'm doing about uh, maybe $2,000 a week. Okay, that's, that's perfect. We're going to give it away for free. Are you ready? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? It's $97 course. Well, we're going to do it right now. Right now, this is an era not to monetize. This is an era yes. to prioritize, okay? Yes. So what you're going to do right now is we're going to focus on audience building and don't worry about monetizing. Not right now. Because if you go out there and you try to sell in the middle of this whole pandemonium and panic and situation, it's going to end up probably hurting your brand. Like right now, business is going on. But I can tell you right now at that moment, 
that's not something that people were comfortable with, offers and services and things like that. So what we did was, if probably one of the greatest marketing strategies that I've, I've ever put together, I think it's at the top of the list. I'm going to give myself a pat in the back, all right? And at that point, I said, Dad, we're going to give it away for free. But the way that we're going to do it is we're going to do it in a very oriented marketing structure. We're going to do a marketing strategy here. And that's why step number six is like get deep into the marketing world. You got to become an expert because marketing changes so fast. You got to keep on evolving. You got to keep on adjusting mm. yourself and finding what's the opportunity and what works well and what doesn't work anymore and adjust as much as possible. Well, what I did was that I created what I called a COVID-19 humanitarian campaign. Now, Mm-hmm. This is something that right now you can still create, which is a humanitarian offer, which is basically something that you generally will give away for exchange of money or a service that you would sell, but now you're giving it away for free. Why? Because together we are better. That's the marketing message. Together we can get through this during these difficult times. So what I did was that I created a contest. And there's many things that you can do. The contest was built inside ManyChat. And it's very technical. We would have to have a completely separate podcast just for the structure of the contest. But on on that contest, we brought people into it. Obviously, we already have an audience, so we leveraged that. We invited people to participate into the humanitarian campaign. And we said, look, we're going to give away our best course. It's $97. And we're going to give it to you for free. No pitches, no offers, no upsells, nothing. That's a promise. Why are we doing this? because we believe that we can make the world a better place if we all unite. And we want you to participate and we want you to help me. Help me help other people. Help me spread the word. So my dad, what he did was that we started creating content and doing Facebook Lives and YouTube Lives and doing a lot of like social media content, being super omnipresent. And we put three requirements on the contest. The requirement number one, you have to be willing to share and spread the word. So they would come into ManyChat Again, you can use any platform that you like, and they would actually get information about the contest. They will get free access to the $97 program, and then we will make people, we will give them a, a unique link because it's going to be a link that is going to show how they're participating, and then we'll give them instructions on how to spread the word. That by itself make the whole thing go viral. We also said, you got to be willing to provide a testimonial video at the end if you're happy with it. Only if you're happy, but I just want your willingness. And number three, you got to stay active. Why do we do the, you got to stay active? Because I've learned for all the years that people don't appreciate free things as much. So in order for me to give them something that is really valuable, $97 for free, and still get them to engage and participate, I knew I had to create some conditions and some requirements to make them feel like, okay, I don't have to open up my wallets. I don't have to give them my credit cards, but I do have to give them my energy. I have to grab that link and share it on social media. I have to grab my camera and record a video. I have to stay on the course and move on it. Otherwise, I'm going to lose access. So we made them have requirements. And by doing that, to give you an example, Natural Selling was a big deal. It was already like a big brand. It has been growing for years. But we had a product, which was a digital product called Unimetab, which is my dad's education, which was okay. Like I said, it was doing $2,000 a week, $100 per course. Uh, it wasn't really a big deal. It, what it did to this particular product was so incredible. For example, we had 8,000 people on our list for this university. In a matter of six weeks, we started March 1st. We ended middle of April. We had 220,000 people on the list. So from 8,000 
220,000 people on the list. Revenue from 8,000 to $200,000 in revenue on the month after the whole contest was over. Mm-hmm. Simple. It was a marketing strategy. One of the main things that I learned from my dad, Ralph and Amanda, was that any war in, 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 in this world has not been won with individual battles. It's been won with a strategy. If you got the right strategy in place, you're going to be able to take over the world. So for about six weeks, we, we ate rice and beans. We took deep breaths. We, hold, we held on tight and we just promoted our humanitarian campaign over and over, nonstop. And we went crazy viral on social media. Our YouTube channel exploded. Instead of doing 80,000 subscribers uh, a month on my dad's YouTube channel, we were getting 300,000 subscribers every month. The whole thing went crazy. So the revenue exploded. So this was a next level marketing strategy. So you have to all understand that marketing can get really deep. And all you got to do is figure out one strategy, get it implemented. And by doing that, you're going to be able to get results If it doesn't work, you move on to the next one. And that's why this Mm -hmm. step is so important. I think this even drives home becoming a marketing expert. Obviously, this was a very strategic and planned out campaign. But the thing is, what it also really drives home is that you built the list. You spent an entire month, like you said, you ate rice and beans and you spent an entire month just really hammering in that you're giving away this product for free. And then the following month, after you built the list and started building that audience, you have, you know, the biggest month to date. And I think what's so, I mean, this is obviously a predictable system. Like we did something very similar at Digital Marketer where we said, okay, we're going to take a step back. There was a point, you know, in March and April where it wasn't the right move to be trying to sell services. And the thing is that, some brands were. And if you weren't an expert in your industry, you wouldn't really know that, okay, this is not the right environment where I need to be pushing, you know, for example, a $97 product. Our, our you know, lab trial is generally a very similar price. And we, we took a step back and we were like, okay, we're going to give away. We did a very similar, a very similar campaign where we said, okay, we're going to give away lab for free. And the same thing happened. We had the biggest month of leads. And then the following month, we had one of our biggest revenue months. And it's about building that list and building the trust. And I think I mean, you could go, I mean, I could go back through every step and say how each step is relevant to this, you know, but in order to be able to start to generate that revenue and start to bring in the money, you have to have, you have to have people who have trust in your brand and they're not going to have trust in your brand if you're trying to push something while everyone's in a crisis, right? So it's having that knowledge and being that expert to know when to pull back and expand the audience and know when to push. Because sometimes, you know, maybe during Black Friday is when you, right? It, you know when to push push the revenue and know when to push more lead generation. <laughs> right. Opportunity. I think it was an absolute opportunity for, for us to have a correct strategy in place. And it, it is, it works out. And, you know, the ones that actually did it correctly, uh, they end up looking like superheroes. Again, we're talking about Absolutely. superpowers, right? You end up looking like you really cared about people in the world during these difficult times. Instead of just trying to monetize, you really provided value. And there's nothing like that public perception because when the time comes and you make offers, 
the feeling that you get back is such a different feeling because people like they feel like you deserve. It's like almost like I had to tell people you earn a right to make offers. That's yes. what you do. And, yeah. and that connects us to the final. That, that is actually something that leads into the last step because mm-hmm. you're trying to get to a point in which you feel comfortable enough as a brand that you know that you have earned that spot to ask for something now from these people. Which leads us into step seven. So finally, we're going to make some money here. But let's let's keep in mind, your strategy was not was not contrived. It was like when DM did what they did, and I don't know who made that decision to give away such a tremendous amount of value. Yeah, it was a smart marketing play, but it was also the right thing to do. Sometimes the right thing to do, guys, is to actually sell your products on the back end of some pretty nice goodwill because it's the logical next step for them and never apologize to selling to your market. And that's a challenge I know a lot of blog owners have, a lot of people that are in social media like, oh, I can't sell to my list. Like, yeah, you owe it to them to sell to them, especially if you have a product that you know is the logical next step in the relationship. You know, you've gone through all the right steps. You're not skipping any steps here. You need to convert them because when they do convert and pay you money, they're going to get even more value. Mm-hmm. And that's step seven. I think you bring up such a good point too, where it's, and meanwhile, I think you can say the same thing where it's, you're not anticipating the biggest revenue month that you've ever generated. And that was the same with DM where, nope, we were sure as heck didn't anticipate that we were going to drive revenue by opening up a product for free. But we also knew that we also weren't going to drive revenue anyway, because the world was in such a scary place. So it was like, yeah, might as well do a goodwill campaign because why not help people when no one's buying anything anyway because we're all scared. Everyone's scared. Everyone had the same feelings and same uncertainty. So since you know you can foresee what is happening as an expert in the industry, you know, no one's anticipating making revenue off of it. But because you earned, and I love that you guys said that, is because you earn the right to market, because you earn the trust, and you know the right point to take a step back and, you know, give something away of value, then you earn back the opportunity to sell to your audience. And I think that's such an important, such an important step. Totally. I'll just add something just to finalize that subject right there. It's not a March 2020 strategy, exclusive strategy. This works right now. Like, obviously, we don't have maybe the excessive hysteria that we had when this whole thing started going super viral, but there's still so much uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen yet. I mean, the numbers are still there. The, the governments are still battling. We have a government possible like collapse. And mm-hmm. is Trump going to get elected? Is this guy going to get elected? I mean, <laughs> this is not a politics by no means show. But we are full of uncertainty right now in regards to present and future. And with uncertainty... The consumers also themselves, they they hold themselves back. So this is still a good opportunity to be like, hey, just so you guys know. And one thing that I'll tell you guys, which is quite obvious, the market is not being rational right now. Uh, (laughs) The stock market is at the highest levels almost. Like 
it went down to, I, I don't know, in March or I don't know if it was April, but it went all the way down to the low and the Dow Jones 16,000 or whatever. And then it climbed back up. And when you ask, you ask anybody, why are we at the highest levels in the middle of a recession? Are you kidding me? When you look at retail, I don't know if you guys have been following, but I, I'm, I'm very interested in this, in this whole evolution of and the, this, this change from retail traditional to our world. Uh, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm excited about it because some of these things are sad, but it's, it's so like fast that it's happening like this that it, it's shocking that you see an economy that pretends to have things looking great like stock market is like nothing has ever happened. We're at, at breaking records. Uh, we have trillion dollar companies and so on. GNC, Close, Payless, Jimboree, Charming Charlie, Papyrus, JCPenney, 118 year old company going bankrupt. Aldo, which is a shoe company. Neiman Marcus closing 16 stores. J. Crew, True Religion, Pier One Imports. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese is going <laughs> bankrupt. Crazy. Are you kidding me? Right? So we have all these massive shifts. But still, they start, you know what I mean? So you got to still be prepared. There's still uncertainties. And this is such a good time for you to be prepared with a good, solid marketing strategy. And for me, it is exciting. I'm sure for Ralph, for a digital marketer, for you guys, it's exciting because we happen to be really certain of the world because we're really good at this whole internet thing. And we <laughs> understand it in and out. And we're always evolving and learning it. But we are better positioned than most people out there to survive, even though there's a lot of people out there that are not going to make it unless they pivot and they adjust themselves. And this is a good sequence of, for anybody to implement, whether you have started already or not, for sure. Yeah, 100%. It's, uh, it, there is a lot of uncertainty out there. And I think even when this thing started, you know, we talked about it a lot here. And I know Ryan talked about it a lot. Like You can't stop marketing. You can't just sort of give up and give in. And especially if you're digitally based, you're in a unique position because we are going to get out of it eventually and you know whether or not the money <laughs> money dries up is sort of the question obviously here in the u.s and to what effect <laughs> the 2020 elections yeah. will have on that like we really don't know but you can control all these seven steps here mm-hmm. and that's the thing like you're gonna if you start doing this now you're gonna create an incredible foundation for six months from now this is not like a you're gonna see value if you're starting today within a couple of weeks like you're going to want to probably give up in the first couple of months it's a because process. you're not getting the feedback and nobody's listening to you yet, but you just got to keep driving, keep working it, you know, and I think anything, you know, worth having is worth working at. And this is absolutely it. And if you're interested in growing a business, these seven steps are a tremendous way of doing it. You did it obviously for, you know, your brand and your father and do it all the time with customers in the agency, correct? I do. It's, not, it's something that we implement. I, I, I actually make it mandatory for my account managers to figure out this particular formula, this sequence for any particular client because everybody can figure out. And I know no matter who you are, you absolutely can find out all these steps that lead into what the reason why we're all in business, which is being able to monetize, generate income, and help people along the way with our products and services, mm-hmm. and make an exchange with valuable products. That's the final step. You make offers to these people that are coming through these sequence one to six. And when you make these offers, they are going to believe in you and they're going to buy things from you. And like Ralph said, it doesn't happen in the first couple of weeks. Guaranteed it's not going to happen. I don't know. Maybe you're like Justin Bieber and you're going to be able to go viral fast. <laughs> <if> you- <laughs> 
If you're not a Justin Bieber or one of these very special people and in, in unicorns in the universe, uh, well, you're going to go for a roadmap that we've all traveled. That's for sure. And you got you to gotta just be willing to go for that process. And you all can make it. And then you create those audiences and sell to people. And that snowballs. And that's how you do business in this environment. Absolutely. Well, this has been tremendous, man. I'm so happy that you came on today's show. Uh, if they wanted to find out more about you and what you guys do over at your agency, where would, where would folks go? Uh, Ralph, well, my agency is AGM Agency. Like you said, it stands for Attention Grabbing Media, uh, agmagency.com on social media. I walk the talk. So I'm the first one to tell you that I don't present offers to people along the way. I just basically educate all day long as much as possible, hundreds of publications a week. And you can find me on Facebook, Manuel Suarez. You can find me on, on Instagram, Mr. Manuel Suarez, Mr. Manuel Suarez on LinkedIn, Mr. Manuel Suarez uh, on YouTube, Manuel Suarez. And you find me there. That's, I'm fortunate enough to not have such a, it's not a, such a common name. So if you search Manuel Suarez, chances are, even if you Google it, I'm going to be one of the first ones to show up. <laughs> yeah. Easy to find because you're, uh, you're obsessively communicating about these seven steps. Too. That's right. So, I walk the talk. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, this has been tremendous. Really, uh, really appreciate you coming on this week's show and uh, being a sponsor of Perpetual Traffic for this month, which is awesome. And uh, definitely check out everything that he does, Manuel does over at Attention Grabbing Media. And we will leave all the links and all the resources that we talked about on today's show. There are quite a few of them in our show notes. So head on over to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Manuel Suarez, thanks for coming on PT and bringing it today. Awesome. It's been a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you guys very, very much. Great. Till next week, everyone, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you.